Hello, this is Brenda Shoshana, back again with another episode for our One Minute Mitzvahs. And thank you so much for listening and for sending in your comments and questions. It's been great, really lovely to hear from you. Uh, By the way, if any of you do want to connect with me or talk about any of this, you can always reach me at topspeaker at yahoo.com. So here we are now ready to embark upon another mitzvah, another one-minute mitzvah. You know, as I was dwelling upon all the many mitzvahs to do, which one will I do for the number two, for the second one of our series, there were many, many that came to mind, but one of them insisted, seems to just insist upon being the number two mitzvah, the one that I should share now. And that mitzvah is called Return a lost object to its owner. It is actually a very important mitzvah, believe it or not, to return a lost object to its owner. What does this mean? Why is it so important? Let's talk about it a little bit. And also, you might also ask, well, how can this be done in one minute? I mean, this is could become complicated. It could take hours. It could take days, even weeks or longer. So to begin with, I just wanted to say that many mitzvahs have other ones embedded within it. It's a whole tapestry of mitzvahs that are available within this one instruction or one command or whatever word you want to use for it, one mitzvah. And remember, we said mitzvahs are channels for divine energy, for bringing in healing, uplifting divine energy into the world, into our lives, into our relationships. So return a lost object to its owner. So, you know, we could be walking on the street, maybe we see something, just see something thrown away or lost on the street. Usually we don't pay much attention, we just keep going. Maybe a wallet lying there, maybe a pocketbook, maybe some shoes. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe there's something in our home that guests have left behind. But this mitzvah tells us that it's so important to, first of all, not pass by or ignore what we see, what's right underneath our nose. Not to let something that's lost just lie there unattended to. So to begin with, the first part of the mitzvah is if we see it, when we see a lost object, the mitzvah begins with we have an intention, our intention to to pick it up, to take it and return it to its owner. That takes one minute. (laughs) That just takes one minute not to pass it by, not to leave it unattended. We pick it up and my intention is to return it to its owner And I'm doing this. So this right away, I've done a mitzvah. Right away, I've shifted my state of consciousness, my state of awareness of what's going on in the world. There's something that was lost. Well, you could say, well, is it my business? If something's lost, somebody lost something, that's their business. Is it my business? The answer is yes, yes. If it's come to your attention, if you see it, if you pass it by, It's calling to you. 
to, to do something about it, to respond. Now that itself is so fascinating because so often in life we just disconnect and depersonalize everything. Well, this is happening, that's happening, but it's not my business. What can I do about it? We, we always say, what can I do about it? The world is in a state of such disrepair. What can I do about it? And the mitzvahs come to tell us, you can do a lot. You can do a lot. Because each time you do a mitzvah, you are having an effect, not only on that one object or that one situation, but the whole world. You're lifting the consciousness, your consciousness and that of others. These mitzvahs are channels for divine energy. I repeat that again and again because it's so different from the way we actually see life. We just might pass by some lost object and say, well, that's not particularly important. What is it? You know, we do that with so much in life. We just pass it by and we say, it's not important. What is it? Even relationships, even relationships. Somebody, we might have loved them at one time and the relationship ends and we just sort of throw it away, toss it away. Oh, well, use that. That got used up. It's not important anymore. Oh, my goodness. What a way to live in this world and what a way to see life. And how awful to be on the other end of that, to receive that kind of treatment as well. So the mitzvahs come to turn it all around. They say every single thing is important. And beyond being important and valuable, it's the conduit. Potentially, it's the conduit for divine energy. It's a conduit for you to do a mitzvah. So, of course, what do you do? Well, let me tell you more about the specifics of the actual mitzvah itself, and then we'll talk about the deeper meaning of it and, and the implications of it. What you're required to do with this particular mitzvah is you're required to take it home, take it, pick it up, and then let people know that it's been lost. Let people in your community know that it's been lost. Now, I don't know how many of us have communities anymore. We do have communities online, but we somehow put up a sign somewhere in the vicinity that this object has been found or tell people or somehow let others know. You know how wonderful it feels sometimes if you lose your wallet with credit cards and everything in a taxi and that taxi driver has taken the trouble, the, the few moments to take it, track you down, and even then to go and return it to you. Mm. It really does something profound. It establishes a sense of trust in the world, goodness, respect. This is what the Jewish true Jewish practice is just all about. And it's not just the words, oh, I respect, I trust, our actions, actions, actions. The mitzvahs are actions which demonstrate that trust, that regard for another's property. It is said in, in Jewish practice that your property, that the objects in your life, they, they somehow participate with your own soul, with your own essence, that they have your energy, which we could understand with them, and, and you have their energy. So there's a relationship built. Actually, when we go deeply into the mitzvahs, we see the whole world is, is not solid. It's full of energy of all kinds. Divine energy is the kind that will come and unify the world, bring healing, 
bring warmth, warmth, connection, connectedness. So by returning a lost object to its owner, we're returning a part of that person's own being to themselves. Part of it, something they've lost. Now we can go a little deeper with this mitzvah. We're returning it to the owner and, and we've all go deeper. Say you see a lost person on the street. How can you return that person to their owner? Who owns that person? That's a could be considered what we call in Zen practice a koan. <laughs> there are Jewish koans. This is a Jewish koan. A koan is simply, simply a, a question that you really must dwell with. It ha doesn't have an easy, quick, rational, or logical answer. You must dwell with it deeply. And when you do, and when the answer is revealed, your entire world opens like a flower like petals opening and blooming. So who is the owner of a lost person? What a beautiful, beautiful question, a beautiful koan. That is embedded in this mitzvah. We're returning objects, but there's a lot more to return than the object. What about you yourself? What about the parts of your life that have become lost? disconnected from your life right now, maybe dreams that haven't been realized that have gone astray. Return those dreams to its owner. To who's the, well, maybe who's the owner of your dreams? Maybe you are. Return the dreams, return the parts that are lost, that haven't been integrated, that haven't been realized. Bring it back home. Mm such a beautiful thing to bring something back to where it belongs, to bring it home. And that's what this mitzvah really on the deepest level is about. And of course, it's also about something very, very profound when we say, if we're going to return a lost person to their owner, what about you yourself? Who is your owner? That's something to take a moment with. Who owns you? Who do we have to return you to? Where do you belong? Who run, who's the owner of your life? Who runs your life? Who guides your life? So by returning a lost object, which is very important also to its owner, because you're taking care of the object. Maybe it's a little puppy dog. Maybe it's a live object. Maybe it's an, a, an, an object which is, doesn't seem to be alive. But those kinds of objects. But then we go, we go further with this. And we, we're talking about helping those who are lost return to themselves. And, and, and then we go one step further and we say, well, who is our ultimate owner? Actually, this mitzvah is really about, it's a reminder. See, so many, many mitzvot are reminders. It's a way of returning to God. Or you could use the word God, uh, the word the, to return to the divine, to return to your neshama, your soul, your es the essence of your life. Return, return. So it's really about what has been lost and how do we return it. 
You know, what, what this mitzvah is teaching us also is that by taking care, profound care of the world that we live in, not passing it by, not neglecting it, not thinking nothing is important, we are also taking care of ourselves. We are reminding ourselves, teaching ourselves on a very, very deep level to be awake and aware to who we are and what parts of ourselves are lost and also of the people in the world that we live with. Now, how we do this is something quite different, how we return a person to themselves or to God. It's called tshuva, by the way, which means return to God. And it also means turn around, just turn around. I love that very much because it's implying that nothing is really lost. We're just turning in the wrong direction. We're looking in the wrong direction. Say if we're walking down the street and we're very busy, engrossed in our thoughts and in, idea and in, in our ideas, we just don't see that lost object on the street. We don't see it, we don't notice it. So we don't realize that it, it's something that needs to be done right under our feet. We don't know it's calling out to us and it wants, it's wanting to be reunited with its owner. It's very powerful because in life we say, well, we don't know what to do. How can I do anything? Well, just first of all, open your eyes and see this mitzvah is asking us to open our eyes and be aware of what's in our world, what we pass by, what needs something from us. And then to take the action. That's so crucial. We might see something, we might feel sympathetic toward it or empathetic toward it, but do we take the necessary action? Do we decide, I'm going to stop, I'm going to pick it up, <laughs> and I'm going to return it to its owner? Am I willing to invest time, energy, possibly some money too? Although it says, I was reading many, many commentaries about this mitzvah, and by the way, there are endless discussions about it, endless in the Talmud, there are pages devoted to this one mitzvah. It's very, very fascinating. Very, very fascinating. Some of the commentaries say, don't spend your own money to do this. But others say, okay, if you do and you need to and you want to, that's a blessing too. So this goes quite deep in terms of your willingness. Let's just start this way since this is the only the second mitzvah we've done so far in this podcast. So we'll start on the very simple level of seeing that the mitzvah is helping us become mindful, become awake, become aware of our world and not feel helpless. Someone's lost. Something is lost. There's something to do. Pick it up. Very simple but very, very important and look for the owner of the object. You know, when you do a mitzvah, the whole world, which seems so ordinary and plain, becomes very sacred, really. It becomes magical at times. It becomes transformed. So sometimes you'll even feel the object being so happy to being returned, reunited, where it belongs to. So happy to be reunited. So that is the beginning of our podcast. This is the second second edition for 
this series. And I really, really, really thank you so much for listening. I'd love to hear from you and to discuss this with you. I'd love to hear about those of you who decide to do this and tell me what happens. And I'll tell everybody else what happens and we'll share the effects. And and you'll see how as you do these mitzvahs and how you enter this frame of reference and this frame of mind, your heart will lift, the day will become stronger. all kinds of new things will come to your attention too that you didn't even notice were there. So again, thank you for listening. And our web uh, web address, the URL, the web page is www.theonetent.com. The podcast is going up on that page. And thank you again and have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day and be in touch so we can explore this beautiful, beautiful mitzvah of returning a lost object to its owner. Bye-bye.